Hello, everybody. This is the Business Boot Up edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Brayden. I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Carolyn, today. Brayden, it's great to be here. And each week, we're going to come to you straight from the Norman Farmers Market, where you will hear interviews from our youngest and more experienced entrepreneurs who will inspire, educate, and give you an action step to help you with your leadership and your business. Wow. And the Business Boot Up podcast is partnered with the Norman Chamber of Commerce, who advocates to see Norman, Oklahoma, be a thriving business community. And then we're powered by the First United Bank of Norman. First United is not your typical bank. Their purpose is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely. So again, just a huge thank you to Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank, helping to see our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. Speaking of these dreams, let's get into our first dreamer and doer of the podcast, Dai Mito of Pops and Dai. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good morning. Good morning. So Pops and Dai loved reading children's books to their two children decades ago, and now more recently, reading books to and with their grandchildren is a special time of togetherness. Feeling that way about reading together inspired Pops and Dai to write Jalen and Jackson, books one and two. There may be more coming in the future, which I'm excited for. <laughs> their motto, be something, do something, leave something, is incorporated to, into each of their stories. These books are now part of their legacy they will leave, so happy reading. So again, how are you doing today? I'm so excited for this podcast. I am very fine, thank you. It's a lovely day. I know, it's so nice at the farmer's market today. So, of course, we are the Dreamers and Doers podcast. So our first question is, are you more naturally a dreamer or a doer? A doer. All right. <laughs> very, very, just very clear, doer. I, I, I believe usually doers tend to answer in that way as well. It's like, I'm a doer. It's quick. Yes. I'm a doer. I know that. <laughs> have you always been a doer, Die Die? Yes, I have. So I remember when I was, uh, it was, gosh, I think it was last summer when I stepped into Press and Plow and I'm just, I'm planning on getting some coffee. But then I see these beautiful, colorful books, and of course, I'm thinking Loveworks, I pick them up, I'm waiting for my coffee, and I start reading through. Immediately after I finish the book, I snap a picture, I send it over to Elle and to Michael of like, hey, local author, like we gotta do this for Raising Little Leaders. So I'm really glad we get to now, we got to do that just a couple of weeks ago and share about these books. and. Um, one, the story is phenomenal. The characters are so, so fun. Can you share about you know, how the inspiration of the two characters came about? Yes, I can. Well, we have spent literally decades reading to our children and then now to our grandchildren, to our great nieces, our great nephews. So it's just always been a really important part of our family or even our extended family to read to them. And we noticed a lot of uh, people now are maybe putting a device in front of their children or maybe not gathering them onto their laps and reading like they used to. So we always told stories to our children too, very creative, just out of the mind, funny stories, also to the grandkids. So I kept nagging Pops, you need to write some books. We need to write some books. And so finally, after many, many nags, of years of nags, we wrote Jalen and Jackson. So the characters are actually named after the grandkids, but they're not the grandkids. Ah. But the characters, we had Jalen the Jaguar, Jackson the Jalopy. And so that's how that, and then our second book introduces Ellie. She's Ellie the Elephant. So it was sort of like, let's just get this done. Let's get some of these fun stories down on paper. That is super fun. That is 
is so great. And so you got these amazing books. Like, they're so cute, so great. And I know that it was so rewarding, but I also know there are some challenges that come with it. And so if you don't mind, let's go through some of those challenges. But more importantly, how did you overcome them? This was a learning experience for us. So, yes, even the learning experience part was a challenge because we didn't realize that we needed to trademark, like even our saying in our book, our motto, you know, be something, do something, leave something. So we gathered quite a bit of expense that was maybe unexpected uh, because we had attorneys and, you know, we had to trademark and then we had to patent certain things. So I think that aspect was a little surprising. And so we would just sort of you know, save up some money and then we'd do one thing, then we'd do another. So it was a step-by-step -step process, which being our first time and we self-published, so you can imagine self-publishing that was all new and different. Yes. Uh, we found an illustrator in Oklahoma City. That was so great. So we found a new friend as well. And he did a great job with the characters. And we worked together on, on that, developing those characters and even their eyes and their eyebrows and all that part. So it was a great learning experience. The challengers were figuring out the, the legal parts of this and then paying for that and then just paying for each step, the publishing, finding a publisher. So those were all challenges, but we just moved through it. You just got right? Just keep on moving. You just move through it. Step by step, right? Yeah, let's as soon as you right find step. out the next one, it's like, oh, okay. Now we, oh, we got to do that? Okay. <laughs> yes. And I, I think part of it has to do with even the attitude of when those things come up, because that's just going to be part of business, right? Like, yes. those little surprises are going to pop up, and so yeah. it's how we respond to them that I think makes the most difference in, like, our attitude, our heart, and our love for our business. Yes, that's so, true. I know a lot of our students um, dream of having their own book one day. Would you have maybe a piece of advice, like, you're like, this is my biggest tip, but you got to watch out for this, or you should get this laid out ahead of you before you ever start? I would say do your research. Uh, know what steps you're going to need to take, because... Really, we, we didn't really know, in, but we chose to self-publish. Does that make sense? That was a decision on our part uh, because we didn't want to send it overseas to be published. We wanted to, honestly, we wanted to try to support people here in our country. So we wanted to keep it as local as we could. Um, and that was interesting, trying to even do that. So therefore, some extra expenses were incurred just trying to keep it more local, local. Yeah. because you can do things elsewhere for far, far less expenses. Mm -hmm. But if you're trying to do things here, uh, you're just going to pay more. So my thought is, do your research, find out the steps you want to take, and then maybe research into the legal part, how you trademark, how you patent, what's that gonna cost. If you want to self-publish, if you don't, what's all that going to cost? What's the difference? You know, just start and lay out a business plan. And so I think we did not necessarily have a long-range business plan because we'd never done this before. <laughs> we just thought, we've got to put our books to paper. 
so we didn't really have like a business plan. I would say be a little more business minded with the books because we did it step by step, but some of those steps were rather surprising. Yes. <laughs> and I think sometimes kind of. I think you're doing it the right way. You're bringing in resources and you're bringing in people who can, can even share that. Because you don't have to have all of the knowledge necessarily. No, we did not. <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> that is, that is so good. good. We, we had the idea. We, had the, we, we knew what we wanted. We wanted positive reading experience. Mm-hmm. So we want to bring back the reading, you know, get them on your lap. So we knew that. And we knew that we wanted positive characters and no dark-looking characters. Yes. And happiness, you know, that lingered after the child read the book. We want positivity, good feelings from being on somebody's lap and reading. So I we just knew those love things. your outlook on this. Your outlook on life is just beautiful. Like, <laughs> and so speaking of that, you know, like... What does? I know you got a lot of things going on with writing a book. You also are a regular human living your life with the grandkids and everything. So how does a day in your life look like? Well, I'm a pretty active person. And um, during this time period, I will tell you that uh, this has all very changed because Pops passed away in May. So we were married 45 years. Sorry, I'm going to get a little teary-eyed. That's okay. That's life. So um, he never got to hold book two. It came out right after he passed away. So it's sort of like now he's, he's living among the pages. So it has a, a, a meaning we didn't even expect, right? Because he was not a sickly man and had never even been in the hospital or on a prescription medication or anything, so you can imagine. So now it's become, um, the dream has become changed and a little more special because Pops is living right here. And I have to look at life like move forward, keep going. I know he's with me. He's with me. My my heavenly father's with me. And I have to keep moving every day. Because not only would Pops want me to, but I need to do that, right? So I need to keep trying to inspiring myself and others. Oh, I agree. And I love the motto because, I mean, that's the legacy, right? The, I mean, leave, some, leave something. That's such a huge part of it. And so, I mean, this is... This really is. Can you share a little bit more about why the characters are so different? Because I feel like that's part of the the legacy. (laughs) Well, uh, with their names, we were trying to think of a character that also went with their, with the personality. So, Jay, Jalen the Jaguar, and then Jackson, and we came up with well, we want adventures. We want these characters to have adventures so a jalopy could take the characters' places or get places. So that's why we chose these two characters. And uh, so Ellie, Elephant, and we worked down to everything from the shape of the eyes through the pictures of the children, let the illustrator meet the children. That is amazing. And so we could get these shapes and uh, expressions. This is a true family-like legacy then. Yes, it is. So I hope to be able to carry it forward. It may take me a little while, but I hope so. 
So I know you have a number of grandchildren. I don't know how many are close to that middle school age yet, but we tend to know that's when uh, some drama tends to enter life. You know, <laughs> drama, let's call it that. <laughs> yes, I understand it because I taught that age group. I taught language arts. Oh, and I taught okay. middle school here in Norman. Wow. So I, I actually enjoyed that age group. People thought I was really weird and crazy <laughs> because I enjoyed that age group. It takes a special so, person to love it, it, the it drama. Really, it does. So I like you middle schoolers. Oh. <laughs> Dinah, you may be the perfect person to ask this. If you could go back to middle school or to talk to one of our middle school students, what's a piece of life advice that you would give them? Realize that life is going to go on through the challenges and hold on to your anchors, hold on to your families, hold on to all the good things that are going to come to you and don't let all this that's going on around you, all the negativity, all the bad news, try not to let it take you down. Right? So hold on, hold on, be happy, smile, move on to your future. Thank you, Dada. Dada, thank you so much for your time. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. Such an amazing year. I'm like full of joy right now. It's so great. <laughs> and so before we completely wrap this interview up, where can we find more about your books and you in general? Well, Pops and Die Die, there's a website. It's popsanddiedie.com. There are books sold at Press and Plow, which is on Tecumseh Road out in Northwest Norman. You can find book one, book two there. Uh, there are some other places that carry the books, and there are some shops in Oklahoma City. One is Ten Lizzie's uh, on Broadway that carries the books as well. We have a Facebook page. Um, Jalen and Jackson, if you even just search, you know, like popsanddiedie.com or jalenandjackson.com or something like that, it'll, these things should come up. That is so great. So, Again, thank you so much. This is such an amazing interview. And I thank know, like, you. they're going to be writing out notes. They're just, it's a great interview. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It's a pleasure. So viewers, dreamers, doers, we'll be right back very, very soon with our next amazing guest. All right, dreamers and doers, we are back with our next amazing guest, Anya Ramanditi. All right, so her company is Earth to Rainbow Art, and it's a business that sells handmade functional ceramics and motivational art to spread joy and cheer. Each piece is lovingly and uniquely made to elevate your surroundings and your mood. Eco-friendly and sustainable material, good for us and our animal friends, too. Yeah. Hey, Anya, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really, really well. So... I'm very excited to jump into your story and to learn more about your business. Can you share about your name? Because I love it, right? Earth to Rainbow Art. Can you share about the story behind the name and why you started your business? Sure. Well, I made my name because I make ceramic products and motivational art. So ceramics, I mean clay, it comes from the earth. And rainbow because in my motivational art, I use all the colors to see the rainbow. So Earth to Rainbow Art also means guys love it. So... <laughs> Dropping truth bombs right now. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that. That one really, <laughs> really got, got, that, you off that guard. got me. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. That's so cool. It's just you. I mean, I've seen some regard. It is really amazing. This isn't just something you see like hanging on the refrigerator. This is something you keep, right? Yeah. This is amazing art. And today, today we're just trying to hope 
for younger entrepreneurs out there that you learned from some of your work that you had to start this business. And so we know that sometimes you face challenges and you face a lot of successes with business. And I know you faced a success pretty, pretty recently, right? And so but we know there's some challenges. I want you to just briefly go into what were some of those challenges and uphill battles that you had to face. But more importantly, how did you get over them and overcome them? Well, yeah. Well, um, one challenge was that clay, it's time sensitive and it takes a lot of planning ahead. So I kind of had to do a lot of planning and seeing when the actual day of selling was. So I had to do all of those, but luckily everything worked out. Um, and also, I think that was my only slight problem. Yeah. So Brayden had just mentioned success and we weren't planning on going here, but I feel like it'd be a miss if we didn't talk about it. And so this past Thursday, we just had our business boot up um, pitch event yeah. and we have the amazing winner sitting right in front of us right yeah. now, and that's you, Anya. Yeah. So can you share a little bit about what that experience was like for you and maybe a challenge or maybe something that you just really loved about it? Yeah, I had such a great time selling and speaking on stage. Um, I, was, I was a little nervous, but I was more excited than nervous. Um, and I had a really good time and it ended up being a really good night. Yes, so Anya, you've developed, I would say, a killer pitch. Thank you. And, I mean, you were our judge's favorite. I mean, reflecting from the scores, but even from crowd favorite, because we got those votes too, you are definitely up there. And so do you have a tip for a student that's trying to develop their pitch right now, or maybe they're trying to battle those feelings of, you know, nervousness as well? Yeah, well, I would just say, like, try to start your business and try to think about your pitch um, and, like, um, try try to, uh, like, find something that you really like doing as your product or what you're going to sell, because don't do something that will make you bored really fast. Do something that you really like doing, and it supports your cause or why you're doing it, and, yeah. That's good. That was really good, really good. So we know you went through the business boot up program. I know from experience you learned so so much through that. And so do you, if you don't mind sharing, what was the biggest thing that you learned through the business boot up experience? Well, probably the biggest thing I learned was that you really have to talk to the customer or whoever you're talking to about your business and really connect with them, like hook them up to your business and make sure they don't think that it's like like it's just a regular product. You have to really hook them up and tell them why you're doing this and to make sure that they're, they're going to stay and they want to buy your product. Um, and you also have to just be confident and don't act like you're shy and have a lot of energy when you're on stage, things like that. Yes, yes, for sure. So, Anya, I know a large part of your business is your heart for animals. Yeah. Can you share about why you decide to donate and you decide to really start your business? I know really focusing in on, on two um, different like animal shelters. Yeah, well, the reason I picked these animal shelters was that, first of all, I always pretty much donated to them like all, for a long time now. And also because I got my puppy, Maya, from Second Chance. Yeah. I always love that organization. Um, and it, World Wildlife, because they support wild animals and, I've been, and the planet. And I've been reading about how much destruction the animals and the planet's been going through. So I really wanted to just help them out and try to donate. And that's really great that you have like a meaning behind like what you're doing and that you have that purpose, which is so great. And so I want you to like, we're going a little off script, but I know you probably have something great just stored up in that brain. What would be the biggest piece of advice you would give to the young entrepreneur out there that wants to start a business? 
Well, like I said, like just try try your best and then be confident and do something that you love doing and try to really talk to the, the person who's in your business and yeah, just don't give up so quick. Thank you. All right, so for our last question, I, I'm so excited we got to wrap it all up, but I want to just ask, what has been your favorite, favorite part of having your own business? Well, having my own business makes me the boss. <laughs> and um, it, it gives me such a good feeling that I'm a kid and I already have my business already. And I got to do so many awesome events and experiences. And I got, this is my very first year, so I got to sell for the very first time. And I just, I love making art and I just, I like the whole entire thing. That is so great. Anya, thank you so much for your time. This was an awesome interview. So before we wrap up this interview, end it off, where can you find more about your company? Well, I, I don't have a website yet, but I am really soon going to start making a website and an Instagram page soon, so you can find me there. Sounds awesome. Thanks. That was just an amazing interview, wasn't it, Carolyn? This was a pretty great interview day. Interview day, I will, I will yeah. say that. <laughs> Starting off with Miss Dai Dai um, from Jalen and Jackson to now getting to hear about Anya, and so soon after a win, I feel like there's just a there's there's some extra enthusiasm there. You Always. Know? <laughs> yeah. But Brayden, what was one of your favorite parts about the interview? I think my favorite part. I'm going to go to our first interview with Dai Dai. I just want to read her the, their motto. You know, be something, do something, leave something. And I think that's so important from like a business perspective too. Is make sure you're you're doing something, being something, and more important, the most important, like, leave something. Leave a legacy that you're proud to have. Like, I know, Anya, you're leaving along this legacy of you really care about the earth, really care about animals. And so whatever you do, if it's with your business, your life, it maybe you're filming a podcast or writing a book, leave a legacy. And I think that's so great that we're able to learn more about that. What about you, Carolyn? I agree with you. I think something that really st stood out to me with Die Dies was kind of the moving on past the crisis and the, and the challenge. I mean, that's a major thing, losing your partner um, beyond, of course, the business, but even your, your life partner. Um, and so she shared with us, you know, you got to move forward. Um, and I love that she said that it transformed the dream for her as well. And so I think that's, that's beautiful. I also appreciate that she's a doer because I get it. Me too. Um, <laughs> and then with Anya's, I love hearing about Anya's, um, her heart for, you know, business itself. But I feel like there's even a bigger picture there for her of wanting to, like you said, leave a legacy and an impact. Um, and so she's starting young. She's not waiting until she's, say, in college, she has a particular job, and she's like, okay, I'm going to start changing the world now. But she's starting here um, just in sixth grade. So That's so great. Pretty phenomenal. Yeah, yeah so viewers, we'll be back next week with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire you, educate you, and give you that powerful point of action to grow your business or idea. And once again, we just want to send another huge, huge thank you to the Norman Chamber of Commerce, First United Bank, of course, the Cleveland County Fairgrounds we're at right now, LoveWorks Leadership, just for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs and seeing these big dreams come into fruition. And just a reminder to visit www.loveworksleadership.org to learn how more you can be a part of the Business Boot Up program. Our applications are closing on December 12th, and so check that out. Click on the Business Boot Up tab on our website. We'd love to see more businesses start. We just we love to see y'all there. And remember, real leaders, they don't blend in. They stand out. Dream big. And do your dream. Bye, y'all.